Welcome to the Church Leaders Podcast, conversations with today's top ministry leaders to help you lead better every day. And now podcasting from scenic Colorado Springs, Colorado, here's your host, Jason Day. Hello, friends, and welcome to another great episode of the Church Leaders Podcast. I am your host, Jason Day, and I connected this week with two amazing guys working on a fantastic project, Timothy Mackey and Jonathan Collins. Tim and John are the writers and creative directors behind Bible Project. Bible Project is a nonprofit animation studio that produces short-form, fully animated Bible videos, along with other Bible resources, to make the biblical story accessible to everyone, everywhere, and I have to tell you, they are absolutely awesome. Now, on this week's episode, Tim, John, and I talk about helpful ways to engage people in understanding the Bible. Tim and John share some behind-the-scenes insights from their work, including their hopes for the Bible Project and how churches, pastors, and ministry leaders can use these resources for greater kingdom impact. Such a fun interview. So now, won't you please join me in my conversation with Tim Mackey and John Collins. Tim and John, welcome to the Church Leaders Podcast. So good to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. Yep, thank you. Awesome. I kind of want to start out our conversation um, because the work that you guys do, very creative work, uh, very important work, um, centered around really people encountering and, and understanding the Bible. And so I guess the first question I have, and I'll toss out to both of you guys, why, why is it a challenge today, do you think, to engage people in, in really digging in and understanding the Bible? I'll, I'll start. I, I know John has important things to say about that too. Um, uh, one is just, uh, just some facts about the Bible. Um, even though the Bible is a really familiar book to people who grow up in church communities and church traditions, um, that can hide um, another historical fact that the Bible comes from another culture, um, another place, another time and language in history, actually multiple languages. And so uh, just that, that itself presents a gap for, uh, in understanding and a challenge for understanding because m- most people aren't in the habit of reading ancient texts <laughs> <laughs> from across the planet from thousands of years ago. Uh, and that's what the Bible is. Um, so the Bible is more than that, but it's not less than that. And so um, just, you know, like it's difficult uh, to get on a plane and go touch down in another country and immediately feel at ease and home and understand everything that's going on. And uh, the same way the Bible uh, is a cross-cultural experience when we open and read it. And uh, that's, that's something that uh, the church and the Jesus movement has had to reckon with and navigate for, you know, for 2,000 years. Uh, but that, that's one major factor. It's not the only one, but it's a, a pretty significant one. Yeah, to piggyback on that, it, it is good to defamiliarize ourselves with the Bible to a degree um, and, uh, and just stop and think of how strange it is that we're asked as people of God to be students of ancient literature. We, we would think that was, if a friend came to us and said, hey, I've, I, um, my life has been changed. I, um, I, found, I found God, I found religion, and I'm gonna go study ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. And um, <laughs> we'd be like, wow, well, 
good for you. Yeah. That's really random. Um, <laughs> and I hope there's something there for you. Um, and, uh, but that this is ancient Jewish uh, literature written, like Tim said, in, in language and culture, we, we don't, um, we're, we're not born into. And, and then you get to the New Testament, which is a lot more familiar because it's from Greek, you know, it's, it's written in Greek and there's Greek influences, which um, I'm more familiar with as a, as a modern Westerner. But uh, these are Greek people thinking in Hebrew, and we're reading it in English. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's difficult. Yeah, yeah. That, that's it's, it's important to kind of process through because oftentimes, like you say, we just kind of, in a way, take Scripture for granted, right? Because mm-hmm. um, it's around us, and and yet there's there's so much depth to it, and there it, it is it is in in so many ways far removed from our experience. And yet, um, God invites us to engage in Scripture at, at such a deep level. Um, I love I love what you guys have been doing with Bible Project, and just making um, Scripture and biblical understanding more accessible um, to to a wider audience in, in a very unique way. Can you talk to us just a little bit about how did Bible Project even start? Yeah. So um, this is John. I've been making explainer videos, uh, which are just short animated videos that help you understand a concept quickly. I've been making them for, um, I guess most of my adult life. Um, and mostly for tech products and, um, and to explain what other companies are up to nonprofits and such. And, um, and so, uh, Tim and I studied the Bible together in undergrad before Tim went on to continue studying for another decade or so um, uh, and getting his um, his doctorate in biblical studies and Semitic languages. And, and so I was making these cartoons for the internet uh, about cloud computing and whatever people would pay me for. And, um, and so we just kind of combined powers there. And I thought, you know, this ability to craft an explanation that only takes a couple minutes to take in but can really shift your paradigm quickly when you watch it. Um, that's a powerful tool. And if there's any, if there's any complicated idea that I'd want to explore, it's the ones in scripture. Mm. And so uh, what Tim, seven years ago now, we started talking mm. about doing that. And yeah, we, yeah, that's we, right. we made a couple pilot videos. We yeah. decided we want to, we wanted them to be free. We didn't want people to have to, pay to access them um so we built a funding model around just a pay it forward kind of model where if you like the video that you watched we will make more when we have enough money to make more and so that crowdfunding model was uh was at the very beginning of of the project and people started donating and we built a whole team to make these videos and it's really it's really grown way more than we anticipated it's Mm -hmm. taken off that's awesome how how many videos do you have now? And I know you have different resources as well. But like, what's mm-hmm. the what's the uh, the library like at this point? Yeah, we. Uh, you know what? I don't have the official count. I know it's more than 150. Wow. I've heard that a lot in like the last couple months. <laughs> so <laughs> I, su- I suppose I should know. I should go count. Uh, but it's over 150 animated videos. Um, and they're all broken down into different kind of subgroups and series. So we we have an overview series on every book of the Bible uh, called Read Scripture. And um, 
so we have all the books of the Bible. Um, we also do series where we'll slow down and we'll do a more color animated uh, c creative treatment where we'll focus in on maybe some books of the Bible. So we have a seven part series on the Torah, the first five books of the Old Testament. We have a long series on the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. Um, so kind of sub subgroups like that. We have a whole series that we're just completing uh, called How to Read the Bible. Uh, and then we also do studies in the vocabulary of the Bible, like word, word studies. So we dive into Hebrew and Greek and do these kind of fun soundings and explorations. Um, and then really one of the videos that we first started with was doing theme videos. So there we'll take a concept or a key repeated idea that unites the whole biblical story beginning to end. And we kind of run it through the story of the Bible, how it all leads to Jesus. So we've got about, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, almost 20 of those now. So it's a big library full of lots of different videos doing different things. Very cool. Very cool. How do you, how do you decide like what topics or what themes that you, you know, want to create a video around? Yeah, well, um, for the most part, I, I try my best to just let the Bible decide. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so the, the basic approach that we're doing is it's called biblical theology. So instead of taking a systematic theology approach, which would be to breaking the Bible down into the concepts and categories from our traditions or from our denominations, um, what are the categories and language and ideas native to the Bible itself that keep getting repeated over and over and over and over mm -hmm. again? And so when John um, first pitched this idea to me to make this, uh, start this project, I don't know, I drew up this master list that I think had about 100 videos. And, and, and many of those were just, we call them theme videos. So the biblical authors have their own agenda and their own goals. And you know what they are because they repeat them <laughs> a lot. <laughs> and so uh, it's, that's the approach that we're taking, letting uh, the Bible as much as possible set, set the agenda so that we can uh, listen to it and let it tell us what uh, questions that we should be asking. That's very cool. Now, John, you lead the, the kind of the charge on the visual side of the videos. Um, how do you decide what kind of animation that you're going to use in each video? What's that, what's that process like for you? Well, we actually have um, we have a whole team that helps with that. We have an art director who's been with us since the beginning. Mm. We call him Bot. Um, <laughs> he got that nickname because uh, it's. I think he stayed up all night painting um, a church, and then they just started calling him Robot, and then that got shortened to Bot. Um, but uh, he um, he he helps us with that. Um, and every single theme video is an opportunity for us to think of a new aesthetic, a new design approach. And we do that because, one, we don't want to get bored as designers. We want to be pushing ourselves. Two, I don't want our audience to get bored uh, of watching the same style 150 times. But also, and probably most importantly, it's an opportunity for us to really assess what, um, what style would best help this theme come to life. Um, so we have some themes that um, are really intense, like uh, mm -hmm. like the day of the Lord. Mm -hmm. um, you've got these just apocalyptic images um, that can be disturbing or violent or just weird. 
And, um, and so we actually used a really simple doodle back of the napkin kind of style to release some of that pressure of the intensity. Um, while other themes, we actually want to kind of retain a sense of wonder and awe. And um, so we lean more into, um, into a design aesthetic that is much more immersive. Um, and I don't know if we always make the right decision, but we all, we're always pressing ourselves to try to, to make a good decision and to try new things. Um, and, uh, and it's not up to me. It really is up. Our team um, does a ton of exploration. And Tim and I, I mean, we barely ever override them. Uh, we we give feedback and we, we say what we like and don't like. But um, most of the time, what they bring to the table is is, is pretty amazing. In fact, one really rewarding part of the creative process has been I'll, I'll kind of I'll, I'll immerse myself in a stack of books then I bring John into my happy little world and we talk <laughs> for a long time and, and produce a script um, that condenses you know, hours of conversation um, but then to sometimes John and I will have some visual concepts or some core ideas for visual concepts but what we found is that the learning process actually continues in the visual development process because when you begin to see an idea explained and then you're like, wait, no, that's not what we were trying to say. Mm. <laughs> or, whoa, the way that visual illustration works, like will open up a new way of thinking about it for us too. And so it's, it's really enjoyable to communicate visually because the discovery process keeps going even after we've already worked out what we thought were the finished form of the ideas, uh, sometimes it keeps developing. Yeah, it's awesome. I love to hear the kind of that creative process and how, how your team, you know, brings different things to the table and, and um, how you can just kind of, you know, it's, it's this idea that's, you know, it's, it's a very, seems to be a very thoughtful and creative process as opposed to, Hey, let's try to put up a bunch of, you know, videos explaining the Bible, right? It's like, mm. um, how can we communicate this in such a way that it's going to resonate with um, with people, um, and it's going to help. You know, the visuals will help tell the story, yeah. or will lend itself to um, a deeper understanding. And, and that kind of brings me to my next question: Are 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 these videos, or how are you seeing these videos used? I mean, are are people mm-hmm. who are you know obviously you know within the church, people who love Jesus, you know, are, are digging in? But but do you see? Um, that these are being watched or used or do you have any stories around it from from people who have kind of maybe stumbled upon them or maybe they were shared um, from a friend or, or something along that? Yeah. Um, it's Well, there's a lot of different uses. So primarily they're created to watch and just enjoy and then um, urge you on then to continue to think and study the Bible, think about meditate on and study the Bible. Um, but uh, we've, we've heard of people, um, well, pastors use them. Um, sometimes they play them at, um, before they give a sermon or during a sermon or after a sermon. And it helps kind of condense an idea so that they can then focus more on what that means for their community than trying to just explain the idea. Um, we Homeschool families use them. Uh, schools have been using them in the classroom from primary schools all the way up to um, universities. Um, 
parachurch organizations are training their staff with them. Um, and we're helping parachurch organizations kind of build curriculum around them um, for that purpose. Um, and uh, they, they also are great for just sparking dialogue between people, especially people who they have a common history with the Bible. Maybe it's a father and son, or maybe it's friends that grew up in a certain tradition and they just don't have a bridge anymore or a platform to discuss these things. They've just become too packed full of uh, um, uh, dead ends and, and, and frustration. And, and we found that these videos are kind of like a, an opportunity to refresh those conversations and create dialogue between people. So people will pass them on and, and then it'll spark conversations that way. Yeah, that's that's very cool. Um, and kind of staying staying on this this topic here, how you know speaking to the pastors, most of our listeners are pastors, ministry leaders in local churches. How how can pastors, churches, ministry leaders kind of best leverage the work that you guys are doing um, for the kingdom? Um, yeah, that's a good question, and thank you. That's a that's a generous question to ask. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, I spent uh, a lot of years um, in local church ministry and, you know, having the responsibility of teaching and preaching regularly, you know, the next, you know, weeknight meeting always comes and the next Sunday always comes. And so I was just constantly on the lookout for sources of new ideas and fresh inspiration. For, for teaching and preaching ideas, to be honest. <laughs> um, I mean, I could read the Bible and uh, gain a lot of inspiration there, but I also, you know, learned uh, that there's a handful of people or authors or other pastors that just give me a, a fresh perspective and that spark my imagination. Mm-hmm. So I hope that, um, that the videos and also John and I take the hours and hours of conversations that lead up to writing a script for a video. We, um, produce all that or have it produced uh, into a podcast, Bible Project podcast. And my hope for pastors is that for some people, maybe won't connect with everybody, but that for some pastors, it could be that kind of resource um, where it just sparks ideas for new sermon series or Bible studies and that kind of thing. Um, so that's, that's one hope um, is that it can be a new source of biblical insight uh, for a teaching ministry in a local church. Um, I think we also, although we don't design them for kids, um, we have found and gotten a lot of feedback that they um, are really great for families. In other words, parents and then multiple age kids as a center point. And so um, I think we've come, we still don't really design them with kids in mind, (laughs) Um, but we are trying to engage people visually which kids really track with mm-hmm. and but also in terms of intellectual content and so they can be great family bridges um within a church ministry as well but um but yeah there, there you go those are just some ideas yeah um we we decided a while back that we um we don't we don't understand everyone's ministry context and we don't understand everyone's ministry goals and what the spirit's doing in any community or organization. And um, so we've been hesitant to build curriculum 
around our content. Um, and that's been a, it's actually been something we've been wrestling with because um, you have 150 videos and then the question becomes, well, where do you start? And then where do you go after you watch a video? And I, our perspective has been, um, those are great questions. Um, and uh, we'd love to help you figure that out for your ministry context. Mm. Um, and so to that end, we actually have, um, we have a guy on staff and a whole department now created around that so that if pastors uh, of a church or any sort of organization that has discipleship in mind or, or studying the Bible um, wants to use our content and build it into curriculum that serves them and is also kind of branded them, you know, like it's not just like, hey, this is, um, it kind of it creates a cohesive unity in, mm-hmm. in, in what they're doing. Um, so it's not like they're just outsourcing stuff to these other guys. Right. Um, we're, we're, we're building those and we have a ton of organizations using those now. Um, and, uh, and we'd love to do more. We really, really would love, especially for pastors. I, I, I also worked as a pastor just for a year. I didn't do it quite as much as Tim and, and got the opportunity to teach and, and it's, it's a difficult job, not only to come up with, you know, a sermon that's, that's a very creative um, exercise that takes a lot of you. Um, but I mean, it's just, you're running a, you're running a church, you're, you're dealing with, with so much. And, um, and so I have a heart for that. And I know Tim does too. And, and we really want to figure out as an organization how to serve, serve pastors. So um, really, if, if anyone's interested, um, we can, uh, uh, it's actually Mike at bibleproject.com. You could just send him a note and yeah, hopefully he doesn't get flooded. It's but, awesome. It's, it's going to be fun. Thousands of emails now, right? <laughs> yeah. Totally. Yeah. I can't wait to tell him that you gave out. His I just email. dropped his email. <laughs> Um, and what's his mobile number? Tim? Yeah, yeah, his mobile number, yeah. his address, and uh, he actually will. Yeah, and yeah. Um, he'll he'll get back to you, and we'll we'll figure it out. But we totally want to do that stuff. That's awesome, and I love. It. And I'm glad you jumped in, John, because that was kind of my next, you know, mm. question was, okay, uh, uh, you know, thinking from the perspective as a pastor, I was a pastor for 20 years, so uh, and just thinking of like, okay, these are some phenomenal resources. Um, we want to share them with our people. Um, you know, is there some sort of, you know, structure around that? Is there some way that we can help people go even deeper, you know, as, as they sit in the living room or streaming them with their family, you know, you know, how, is there a way that we can, you know, queue up a conversation um, and th- those sorts of things. So I love the fact that, that you guys are, are um, looking into that. You're seeing that, that churches and pastors and ministry leaders are using them in that fashion. Uh, but I love, I love this. I shouldn't be surprised because you guys are so creative anyway. I love that you're not just like creating something like an off-the-shelf, you know, product that, you know, comes alongside of the videos, that you're actually thinking through how does it contextualize, you know, become contextualized in a different uh, church's setting or around a, mm-hmm. a, a you know, a particular culture of a, of a particular church and how yeah. can they help make that part of, of who they are and bring, you know, their story into God's story as a church and, and invite their people to, to bring their individual and their family stories into that as well and how all that works together. So that's very, very exciting. And, and, um, would love our listeners to kind of look into that, um, as, as a, a pretty cool resource and tool. Um, when it comes to discipling people and, and opening people's eyes to scripture and, and the fact, Tim, that you guys are doing the um, word studies and, and all those. I mean, it's, it's just things that we don't see 
um, out there regularly. Mm-hmm. And when we do see it, it's it's typically more on a kind of an academic level as mm-hmm. opposed to an accessible level, which is mm-hmm. which is what I, I so appreciate about Bible Project mm-hmm. and what you guys mm-hmm. have been doing. You know, I'm just curious um, from, from both of you guys, I'd love to know what uh, do you guys think was, has been one of, and it could be the same for both of you, it might be different, but one of the most challenging uh, things from Scripture to to put together in a video, so to, to kind of put the script together and then represent visually? It's <laughs> a great question. It's a good question. <laughs> Every um, theme video that we do is difficult, I mm. would say, because what what we're doing is we're taking one biblical motif or idea and we're trying to pull it out and isolate it from the rest of rest of the motifs which it doesn't do naturally they just weave together um throughout the whole story now you can do it and we do it i think we do it well but we have to make so many decisions about um what we cut out what we leave in trying not to make it too complicated and really focus in on a single theme so that's, that's difficult. And we go through the most script revisions on theme videos. So, yeah, an example would be we have separate videos on the theme of holiness, on the temple, on sacrifice and atonement. And we're going to start working on a video on the priesthood. So those are four different videos, but they're totally interwoven as they are developed throughout the biblical story. And so... Yeah, it's a bit artificial to just pull out priesthood separate from the concept of holiness or sacrifice and try and explain it. But um, this is something John's really helped teach me over the years is there's also value in not saying everything at once. <laughs> just really focusing in on one thing right. and really thoroughly getting just the, the, the essence of that one thing and creating that you know, what he calls the, the paradigm shift or the epiphany. And so even though, you know, theme videos are hard, uh, we hope the payoff is, is big. It usually is for us personally in our own learning and understanding. So the covenants video we wrote probably mm. has the most script revisions out of any video, yeah. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. It was also right. an early, it was an early script for us. Yep, that's right. We've recently been working on a video on the, the family of God. And whew, boy, you know, we were four rewrites in, and then we did a big visual reinvention too, halfway into our visual <laughs> process. So yeah, I think I think theme theme which videos, forced a rewrite, which forced right? another rewrite of the script. Yeah, yeah. So uh, oh, you know, ironically, um, or I don't know if I use that word correctly. Uh, Ecclesiastes <laughs> was a really mm. difficult one for us. Yeah, that's was, right. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. <laughs> I could imagine. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Very cool. Okay, so for each of you, what is your personal favorite video that you guys have produced, and why? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go, John. I'm curious My what you'll say today. Favorite video. Oh man. Um. Well. First video we made was Heaven and Earth. Super simple. And it and it's about a paradigm that's fairly central to um well it's central to the story of the Bible and it's also um uh a big paradigm for us that I think has been mm-hmm. instrumental. Mm-hmm. And um 
So that continues to be kind of a favorite, almost out of now nostalgia, I suppose. <laughs> it's one of the only ones I actually animated on as well. Mm. And, um, mm. uh, but man, recently I'm really proud of a Sabbath video that we did. So I'll give that one a runners up. Cool. What about you, Tim? <laughs> um, you know, I, I think, uh, this is an, an older one that we did probably three, three, four years ago, uh, called the gospel of the kingdom. Mm. And, uh, so it, it may be out of nostalgia as well, but a, a real d- deep sub-theme of all of our work is trying to represent the ethic of Jesus uh, w- that we often call the upside-down ethic of the kingdom of God that's so counter to our normal ways of seeing and, and the world and, and living in it. And so that video was the first video that really, I think, expressed the heartbeat of Jesus' upside down, in comparison to us, upside down. I suppose in reality, it's right side up. Uh, we're the <laughs> ones who are upside down. His views of power and authority, uh, his views uh, of violence and peacemaking. And so I'm, I'm really, that video still moves me personally. And uh, so the gospel is the kingdom. I'm, that's got a special place in my heart. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Man, it's been a great conversation, guys. Loved hanging out with, with both of you. Um, before we take off, um, I would love, I mean, we've been talking up Bible Project, all these awesome resources. Uh, we gave out Mike's email address, which is cool, but we <laughs> haven't really told everyone where can they find um, all these awesome resources. So why don't you just kind of share it? We'll include this in the show notes for, for our listeners, but love to hear um, where can people go to to find all these resources. Should we say at the same time, Tim? Ready? Bibleproject.com. <laughs> yes, that's right. Well, that's what I meant. <laughs> awesome. So Bibleproject.com, it goes yep. there. It leads leads them to all the different videos and, and those type of things. You have YouTube channel as well? or Yeah, if you're a YouTuber, you're familiar with YouTube, youtube.com slash the Bible Project, and we have lots of playlists in there. So you can kind of go through series or categories of videos through playlists. Um, we, have a, we also have an app. Um, for all the main um, uh, TV apps. So if you want to put that on your TV, just search cool. Bible Project. Awesome. So like on your Roku or whatever, you can just uh, mm-hmm. look y- it up. Yep. Yes, yes that's Roku? right. Yep, there's Roku. Sorry, I didn't mean to be on the spot right there. I was just thinking. Yeah. Oh. Very cool. That is awesome, guys. Man, it's been it's been so cool hanging out, listening. Um, I love your videos, just watching them and, and you know, just looking at some – and uh, just the way that you uh, just bring scripture to life and uh, you take te- people to a deeper level too. It's, that's why I appreciate it. It's not like just, um, you know, telling the Bible story or explaining, you know, the book of Proverbs or whatever. It, it explains it, but it just takes it to a deeper level, which, which people just have to see to appreciate. So everyone who's listening, you guys got to jump on um, BibleProject.com. Um, or check them out on YouTube and, and check out these videos because they're absolutely phenomenal. So again, John and Tim, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you, Jason. Thank you. All right. God bless you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks. I appreciate you taking the time to be with us on this week's episode. Every week as we are putting the episodes together, we're thinking of you, our pastors and ministry leaders, and striving to provide insightful and inspiring interviews as you seek to grow as a kingdom leader. So we hope you're finding value from the Church Leaders Podcast. And if so, we'd certainly appreciate you taking a few moments to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Your positive reviews and ratings help other church leaders more easily find our podcasts so they too can benefit from these interviews. 
Again, we thank you in advance. And if you have any comments, any questions, suggestions, or ideas for guests, I would love to hear from you. You can send me an email to podcast at churchleaders.com, or you can connect with me on Twitter. Finally, you can find this podcast as well as other great faith-based podcasts on the FavePlay app. It's available for both Apple and Android, and so we encourage you to check that out as well. So until next time, this is Jason Day encouraging you to love well and lead well. You've been listening to the Church Leaders Podcast. For articles, videos, and free resources that will help you lead better every day, visit our website at churchleaders.com. Thanks for listening.